Life is busy and your well-being is important. Athletic Greens makes it so easy to get the vitamins you need every day with just one scoop. I love that it gives me a burst of energy to start my day. It's an easy, quick, and efficient option to support your health. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Visit athleticgreens.com helpless for a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. That's athleticgreens.com slash helpless. Shout out to our new sponsor, Bombas. Their socks are soft, seamless, tagless, and luxuriously cozy. For every item sold, Bombas gives back to those in need. Go to bombas.com slash helpless and get 20% off your first purchase. Finding the right doctor is hard, but ZocDoc makes it easy. Go to ZocDoc.com slash helpless and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash helpless. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Self Helpless. I'm Kelsey Cook. I'm Delaney Fisher. And today we are going to be doing black and white thinking, which uh, is not a topic we've ever done before. Right. I feel like we've talked about it kind of within sprinkles throughout, you know, Mm -hmm. self-helpless, but never dedicated a full episode to it. So I'm excited about this one. Yeah, it's a theme with uh, a handful of other topics we've done, but I think yes. it'll be cool to talk about about that specifically because I think whether um, whether you struggle with it in an extreme way or not, it's something that we've all struggled with at one yes. point or another, and I'm hoping that it will be helpful to you listeners to talk about some of the ways you can help get out of that thinking pattern and all that. Um, so this is coming out on January 24th, and... Uh, that means my tour just started a few days ago, or I'm sorry, I guess the second leg of my tour, but I want to tell you guys just in a quick list, I'm just going to say all the cities that are coming up and you can go to kelseycook.com and get some tickets. But, um, this weekend I will be in Uncasville, Connecticut, and then, uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana, Hartford, Connecticut, Syracuse, Minneapolis, Chicago, New York city, Niagara Falls, Vegas, Providence, San Diego, Tampa, Bakersfield, Boston, Oklahoma City, Austin, Indianapolis, Spokane, Raleigh, Fort Collins, Washington, D.C., and Grand Rapids. Holy shit, so. balls. <laughs> um, the whole planet. I'm touring the, the planet. planet. <laughs> if you want to get a ticket, <laughs> check me out at Planet Earth, um, everybody. <laughs> I hope. Thank you. I hope. It, I hope it's um, not obnoxious to you, listeners, to hear all those cities at one time. But I just, I know that sometimes, as a listener of a podcast, you pop in and out. You might yeah. not catch it every time. And I just, um, I want you guys to hear if it's a city that you either live in or live near, because meeting helpsters on the road is my absolute favorite thing. So, yes. um, if I'm coming, if I'm coming there, go to kelseycook.com. Uh, Delaney, what? Thank you, dear. Yeah, uh, what's going on with you? I was going to say, especially get tickets because you know when when comedians tour, you might only be in their area. They might only be in your area like once a year, once every other year. So it's like really yeah. jump on it, go meet Kelsey. 
Um, what's oh, happening? Well, let's see. The season four of Eficionado, the podcast, is probably just starting by the time this comes out, or we are in the process of the voting and everything. So um, the Eficionado community v- submits the topics, you vote on the topics, and you also are going to be submitting all the questions that are getting answered on every episode this season, which I'm really excited about. Um, that just ensures me that we're answering the questions that make sense for your business for where you are right now at this moment. And there's a range mm-hmm. of new and seasoned entrepreneurs tuning in. So feel free to check out Efficient Out of the Podcast, the Minimalist Business Podcast. Um, that's what's happening. There's always a bunch of complimentary resources for entrepreneurs at DelaneyFisher.com. Right now, I have a package on there um, about how to grow your platform, business simplicity tips. Uh, how to fix some mistakes that are very common uh, to happen in the beginning, all that good stuff. And I also have like a resume template on there and some other shit. So go check it out. Nice. I've changed about Amazing. every once in a while, but yeah, that's what's <laughs> happening. Come on, come on, come on over. If you are a, you know, contractor, business owner, entrepreneur, I would love to have you. That's For it. Sure. Yes. And that's it. Um, we're like, that's, that's the fucking episode. Just that go, it. See you later. Go see Shameless plugs. Uh, Bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so we have a quotable to start the episode. This is submitted by our helpster, Kristen. Um, it's not known who this is attributed to, but the quote is, if someone has character, nothing else matters. If someone doesn't have character, nothing else matters. Ooh. Which is a very black and white <laughs> way to look at somebody. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's very I, interesting. Yeah. I, I feel like I need some cliff notes for this quote. I feel like I need some expansion. I need to know what happened to this person. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I feel like there's a lot more nuance to people than this, but I mean, this is a great quote for <laughs> <laughs> for yeah. this episode. Um, so uh, thank you, Kristen, for submitting. If you would like to have a quote of yours read on the show, whether it's um, a personal quote of yours or one of your favorite quotes from somebody else, you can join our Patreon community at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. And you can vote on the topics we talk about on the show. You can submit quotables, so many fun things, and also have access to, God, how many bonus episodes is it? Is it like over 60? I think. 65? Oh my God. Yeah. If you want 65 more hours of, <laughs> oh of helpless and it's like, you know, some, some deep shit on there, uh, go check it out. Yeah. It's up I there. like, I like this quote when it comes to who you surround yourself with. I think that's what, that's where I can plug this quote into my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does not matter like mm-hmm. what my friends have is like a career or this or that? It's like their character is what makes sense, you know, to have in my right. life. Right. Um, right, for sure. All right. Should we dig in? Black and white thinking. Yeah. So Let's do it. Um, black and white thinking, just a kind of a little, little overview if you've never heard of it. Um, black and white thinking is a thought pattern that makes people think in absolutes. Um, this is from WebMD. Shameless plug from WebMD. Um, psychologists <laughs> consider this thought pattern to be a cognitive distortion because it keeps you from seeing life the way it really is. Complex, uncertain, and constantly changing. Um, so 
the causes of this, while it's normal to experience black and white thinking sometimes in life, it could be a sign of something more serious if it becomes persistent. So it is linked to, you know, some disorders and things like that. For example, narcissistic personality disorder, which we've talked about on the podcast a couple times now. Um, one can easily dismiss doctors and therapists. So that's where it can come in. Anxiety and depression. When people have anxiety and depression, it's common for them to think in absolutes. Uh, more extreme emotions can cause black and white thinking to become worse. Borderline personality disorder, one can often have symptoms of poor impulse control and frequently display black and white thinking. Obsessive compulsive disorder, those with OCD tend to think in absolutes because it gives them a sense of control and comfort. So, you know, I feel like it's it's a spectrum. I know because I feel like I, totally. I can have black and white thinking, but I am able to kind of catch myself and then talk myself out of it where sometimes if you do have an underlying disorder, it can be incredibly hard to do that or, you know, kind of impossible. Yeah. Um, I know for me, when I've experienced probably the most black and white thinking or like the most frequent times of it in my life was when I was on birth control and I felt mm -hmm. like my anxiety was really, really heightened. My emotions were heightened. And I think that's pretty common that if you are in a heightened emotional state, it's easy to let your brain start to catastrophize and go to worst case scenarios rather than kind of pulling back and being like, okay, but what's, what's realistic here? Um, yeah. I use the, I use the Netflix email example all the time, but I feel like yeah, it's, it's a, a pretty, good one. It's a, it's a good one in terms of showing, um, and if you're a new listener, I had sent an email, I had submitted a tape to Netflix years ago. And in the subject, I wrote Netflix instead of Netflix. And I absolutely spiraled. Um, I thought that I would never, like that Netflix would never take me seriously. Because in my mind, I was like, well, they're going to look at me and think that I don't even care enough with an important submission email to take the time to see if I have had any typos in this subject line. Yeah. And I, I blew it way out of proportion in my mind. And I feel like that was a moment of black and white thinking where it's like, mm. oh, this entire company is going to shut the door on me because I had a typo. Yeah. And uh, it's so, let me tell you, if you are on hormonal birth control and you are feeling that you don't want to be on it, it's such a personal thing, but I will just continue to tell you that my experience was that getting off of it made me feel so much better and so much less anxious and made me really kind of feel like I had a baseline of who I actually was since mm. I had been on birth control since I was 17. Um, anyway, that's, that's my probably biggest experience with black and white thinking was back when my anxiety was much worse. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of when it comes up for me right now. I feel like it definitely comes up where I'm like, when I think about, you know, my relationship with Cam, you know, in my marriage, oh, okay. I'm like, yeah, never pick up your shit. You know, like those, those words, oh, like never, right. oh, you never, I, yeah, never yeah. pick your shit up. And then I have to think about, wait, that's not true. I saw him pick up his shoes yesterday and I, you know, I have to like, <laughs> I, have to, yes. I have to remind myself like, no, that's not true. Like he, he did this, he did this. But in the moment, if I am stressed out about something, and I see, yeah. you know, what a chore not being done or something, my head can go there. Like, why is it always, why is it always chaotic in this kitchen? Um, yes. but that's just how I'm kind of feeling in that moment. I'm already stressed out and it's kind of piling on, but 
I have caught myself because I, I realize that I'm stressed out. And so if I'm about to like go into cam and be like, you know, pick your shit up, I say, okay, wait, let's, let's scale it back here for a second. Um, you're stressed out about something and this is amplifying it. And what's the reality of the situation? The reality is that the kitchen is not even that dirty. <laughs> you are right. you just only have 20 minutes to eat your snack or something. And right. then I have, and then I kind of have a plan of like, okay, I will put this thing away. And then I'll, I'll go ask him, Hey, would you mind after work? Do you mind taking the trash out? But I have yeah. to catch myself. Cause my first, my first kind of thought is like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, but I feel like it can happen in relationships like that when you find each other's, you know, the habits that each of you have that kind of gets, you know, bugs the shit out of you. You tend yeah. to, if they, if they are a pattern, they come up, you tend to really feel like it's all a mess or, you know, it's always yeah. happening and you have to remind yourself of the times it doesn't happen or the other great things that they do that you don't do. Like I think about Cam yeah. and I'm like, oh, I don't take the trash out at all. Cam does that. That's his thing. Or he goes grocery shopping more than I do. Like I have to wind myself down. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a great example though. I do think that it's easy in romantic relationships for that to pop up more often than not, because especially if you are living with a significant other, it's just way more opportunities for those sort of feelings to come up of the always or they never. And um, yeah, I... I believe Whitney Cummings talked about it on her episode with us, the halt, the hungry, angry, lonely, tired, like before yeah. you have a, before you have a blow up with somebody, before you have a, a really important conversation, if you're feeling those heightened emotions come up that are maybe putting you into that black and white thinking space, you have to stop and go, am I hungry, angry, lonely, or tired? And if so, to take a beat and yeah. Let uh, fix whatever one of those four, maybe all four of them are happening before you have a serious conversation. And so it sounds like you have been halting. I'm the hungry one. Yeah. I I always know that I'm hungry. Okay. What's going on? Oh, I'm hungry. I'm usually not (laughs) angry, lonely, tired, but I usually am hungry. And so for me, taking a little snack break or whatever, that tends to work out pretty well. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that really stuck with me. And I know that's, I believe that's I an that. AA. Yes. I think it's, it's an a 12 AA step. practice. I think it's a 12, yeah, 12 step, step practice. Program. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you, do you have any other kind of everyday um, examples, Kels, of when this might come up, whether personally, professionally, I think I have a couple other ones that feel relevant right now. Um, I know that I've been doing a lot of catastrophizing about this upcoming tour um, Mm. that because the travel schedule is so crazy, I am very afraid that I'm going to get really sick or, you know, that something something bad is going to happen. And I think that can lead toward black and white thinking where I, I need to let myself just go one day at a time, take this tour a day at a time, a week at a time. And, you know, if I, if I catch a cold, if I feel run down and uh, get sick, then I will deal with that at the time. But it's not helpful for me right now to be like, what if I, what if I get sick? What if I, it's just like, I just have to do the best I can and go from there. Right. Definitely. 
I think How about you. Yeah, I think the black and white thinking can kind of come up for me when um when I'm talking about like a work project. If if, if I'm working on something, like right now I'm working on a project and for me I can really easily get into that that pattern where I'm like if I don't have 6 clean hours where I can work on this in one sitting, I am not going to do shit. You know it's that either like yes. all or nothing. That black and white thinking it feels like the kind of all or nothing mindset as well. And and I'm like, listen, when are you going to have six clean hours where you feel like sitting down and working on this for six hours? You're not going to. So why don't you just work on it for five minutes a day and and forget this whole, it's either perfect or you're not doing anything with it. And so I know that I can kind of tend to fall on that. And again, I have to catch myself. And sometimes, sometimes I do, and I'm able to talk myself out of it. And sometimes I don't, and I just don't work on that thing that week because I'm stuck in that mindset. Um, but totally. that tends to come up a little bit where I feel like if I don't have the perfect amount of time, um, or the perfect setting to do the thing I want to do, I have a hard time doing it in an imperfect setting. Um, yeah. I don't know, do you have anything like that, Kels? Well, also I was going to bring up, this is a very common thing in the artist way where a lot of people are afraid to start following their passion because yes. they tell themselves that they are too old yeah, or it's too late or they're too far behind. And that that's a very common example of black and white thinking is just being like, well, because this is not the way I think it should be, then I'm not going to do it at all. Yes. And yes. that holds a lot of people back from taking that first step because taking one step, that is the opposite of black and white thinking. That's telling yourself, I'm going to give myself an opportunity to see what could happen if I start yeah. And then we'll go from there. But that there's a great quote in the artist where it's like, how old will you be by the time you reach success in the career you want? Or it's like some like the same age you'll same be if you, you don't. If you don't. I sort love of, yeah, it. Like, it's my favorite yeah. one. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's so true. Again, we've talked about so much how we live in the gray area. Life is the gray area. It's rarely mm-hmm. black and white. And um, I also fall into this in my day-to-day in the sense of, Sometimes I'm a kind of an asshole to myself in the sense where when you finish this thing to completion, then you can reward yourself. Then you can go mm-hmm. on a walk. Then you can take a break. And it's like, why, why am I being, you know, this kind of tyrant to oh, myself instead yeah. of like, okay, you have to get this. Once this thing is done, then you can relax. And I, when I find myself thinking that way, I'm like, oh, I think I probably need to take a break now because I'm telling myself I can't. So I need to just kind of combat that a little bit where usually taking the break and taking that walk or whatever helps me finish that thing when I come back to it. But when I'm just like, you know, you can't leave, um, I find myself doing that a little bit too. So it's really, a lot of it's very much rooted in work and projects and, and all of that for me. Yeah. Do you ever do that with, well, now you have a personal trainer, but, um, maybe you used to do this with working out where for me, I felt like if I couldn't do a full like 30 to 60 minute workout and actually go hard that I wasn't going to do it at all. Yes. And I'm trying to be better about just like, if you've got 15 minutes, grab some weights and do, do a few things. It's better than nothing. So I'm trying to find like smaller increments of time and take advantage of those if maybe I don't have a full free hour. That's great. That um, 
It's so funny because the I feel like the only thing I don't have black and white thinking with is working out because I never did. Oh wow! So when because you know like working out for thirty minutes or forty minutes by myself just never happened. I just never did it. And so for me, if I did like you know two push-ups or something, like damn, I worked out today. So that felt like that's probably one of the things I can think of where I was happy, kind of living in the gray with that type Mm -hmm. of thing because. I just, I just didn't do shit. So anytime yeah. I did. <laughs> so anything was, oh was good. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, there's a, um, I went and I talked about this a little bit on aficionado as well, or a little bit more in depth, but there was a time where I almost quit my entire business because of what I perceived to be like the end of the world problem. This is with Dick by Delaney. I, have, I don't know if I've told you this or I've t- told it on self helpless, but when I had just gone full time with Dick by Delaney, this was in the first within the first three to six months, I can't remember, but I was getting feedback that, um, people's mugs were chipping and stuff like that. Like they were using it once and then the the, the paint was coming off. And I'm like, Oh my God, I just went full-time in my business. This product is not viable. What am I going to do? I got to quit everything. I got to start looking for new jobs, all this stuff. So I got into that kind of emotional spiral. And then when I'm like, okay, I need to, I need to kind of take a step back from this. When I finally looked at all of the data, I noticed that about 3% of people were kind of having this issue or reaching out about this issue. Now, 97% 97 were not. And I'm like, what's going on here? The 97% of people were using the mug as like decorative art. They were putting it in their cabinet. They were putting it on their desk with pencils. They were like displaying it. 3% wanted it as like an everyday coffee mug, their favorite mug. And so I was trying to, I was trying to cater my business to the 3% by like, how can this be decorative art, but also how can it go in the dishwasher? But also how can it be your everyday favorite mug? I was trying to make it everything for everybody. And when I said, what if I just do what's working, which is marketing it as decorative art instead of the everyday mug. And that's what I did. So I stopped posting pictures of people drinking out of the mug and it was now being marketed in a totally different way. But my first, and the the problem disappeared. There were no issues with that anymore because I was saying, this is decorative art. Don't get it wet. (laughs) This is for display. (laughs) Don't get it wet. Yeah. Don't get it wet. Um, Or, you know, get it wet at your own risk. But I almost quit my fucking business for 3% of a problem because I was really having a hard time seeing the full picture. And I think that can really happen to a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of business owners. Something isn't quite working and you really have to, you really have to force yourself to zoom out and almost pretend that, that you're looking at somebody else's business and be like, what is working? What are the hard numbers? Because emotion can be great in business when you use it correctly, but emotion can be very detrimental if that's all you're Mm -hmm. using and you're not looking at the facts. And thank God I didn't fucking shut my business down. So (laughs) yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If you've been tuning into the podcast for a while, then you know, I absolutely hate cooking. I hate it. I don't want to do it. And so before I knew about athletic greens, trying to figure out what I wanted to eat for breakfast to make sure I was getting all the protein and vitamins and minerals that I wanted was actually exhausting. So now what I do is I take out my blender. I throw some athletic greens in there, almond milk, frozen banana, and peanut butter. And I have the most delicious peanut butter banana smoothie, knowing I'm getting all the things that I need to start my day off right. And it tastes so good. 
So what is this stuff? It's a lifestyle friendly choice, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free or gluten-free. Many of you know that that I'm vegan. So this is really perfect for me. With one delicious scoop of athletic greens, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all of the things. I think of athletic greens as a way of investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance for yourself. Did I also mention that it's recommended by professional athletes? I also really love the travel packs. It's so easy to take with me when Cam and I go away for the weekend or something like that. I can just add them to some water. I can put them in a smoothie. It's so convenient and so simple. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash helpless. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash helpless to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Bombas's mission is simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So when you buy Bombas, you are also giving to someone in need. Bombas designed their socks, shirts, and underwear to be the clothes you can't wait to put on every day. Everything they make is soft, seamless, tagless, and has a luxuriously cozy feel. They're made from super soft materials like merino wool, pima cotton, and even cashmere, which makes them the perfect cozy winter layers. There's a pair of Bomba socks for everything you do. They come in tons of options like comfy performance styles for every sport and activity that keeps you moving. Bomba's t-shirts are made with thoughtful design features like invisible seams, soft fabrics, and the perfect weight so they hang just right. Bomba's underwear has a barely there feel with second skin support that might make you forget they're even there in a good way. And did you know that socks, underwear, and t-shirts are the three most requested clothing items at homeless shelters? That's why Bomba's donates one for every item you buy. We love the mission behind this brand. I've been such a big fan of them for so long, and I am thrilled that they are on the show. Go to bombas.com slash helpless and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash helpless for 20% off bombas.com slash helpless. Finding and booking a doctor who's right for you doesn't need to be a terrible experience. Will they take your insurance, understand your needs, or be available when you can see them? With ZocDoc, the answer can be a refreshingly pain-free yes. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. Read up on local doctors, get verified patient reviews, and see what other real humans had to say about their visit. So when you walk into that doctor's office, you're set up to see someone in your network who gets you. Go to ZocDoc.com, choose a time slot, and whether you want to see the doctor in person or do a video visit, and just like that, you are booked. Find the doctor that is right for you and book an appointment that works for your schedule. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc and Delaney and I are two of them. It's our go-to whenever we need to find and book a doctor. In the chaotic world of healthcare, let ZocDoc be your trusted guide to find a quality doctor in a way that is surprisingly pain-free. Delaney and I use ZocDoc, and you should too. We were able to compare qualified doctors and choose the right ones for us. Health insurance websites can be really tricky to navigate and to figure out how if your insurance can cover 
your dentist as well as the doctor you want to see and all these it's just very so draining so, so draining. draining i hate it i hate it this makes it so easy <laughs> yeah <laughs> it is very very needed so it's so easy to use and so helpful you never have to worry about making an appointment with a doctor 3 months from now and then regretting it the minute you go go to zocdoc.com/helpless and download the zocdoc app for free then start your search for a top rated doctor today many are available within 24 hours that's z o c d o c.com/helpless zocdoc.com/helpless from Healthline, and this is saying how black and white thinking is actually hurting you. So black and white thinking can cause a person to make decisions without thinking about the impact of that decision on themselves and others involved. So kind of like what you were just talking about, Dell, that if you had made that uh, kind of knee-jerk reaction decision to yeah. shut your business down, <clears throat> you might not have really stopped and thought about <laughs> the bigger picture. Uh, black and white thinking can also limit how you think of your career prospects. Thinking of your career as fixed and narrowly defined could cause you to miss out on possibilities that you might find enriching, literally and figuratively speaking. And black and white thinking can disrupt eating habits by causing people to look at certain foods as good or bad, um, look at their own bodies as either perfect or revolting, eat and binge purge, all or nothing cycles. So, yes. man, that's, yeah, that's something we didn't even tap into yet is how much that's in there. Oh yeah. uh, And black and white thinking with food. Definitely. And some other causes that, you know, there could be something else kind of going on that, you know, we always recommend therapy is a great starting point, but you know, childhood trauma can, can, um, you know, lead to black and white thinking, adult trauma, bullying, growing up with a narcissistic parent, all of this stuff can really be ingrained in you to think in either good or bad, all or nothing. Um, kind of terms as well. Yeah. Yeah. Food is such a big one. And it's something that we, we kind of try to avoid talking about on the show now because we know that it's very triggering. There are, there's, yeah, it's very triggering. And there's also so much information out there and we are certainly not <laughs> experts or nutritionists. And, um, but just to talk about how in society, in, in media that, there are so many foods that are just told like, that's a bad food. Don't eat it. Mm-hmm. Very black and white thinking. Right. And right. you, then you can see that with things that people label quote unquote healthy food. Other people say, no, that's bad. And it's, that is a really hard thing that we have to navigate in this yeah. time uh, is trying to figure out what, uh, what is actually healthy, what's not. And uh, yeah, it's a hard thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so how you can change your black and white thinking, this is from planning mindfully, practicing mindfulness. So this can regularly help help you tune into your thoughts, your body sensations, and work past your difficulties a little more easily. You can make a list of other possibilities. Often black and white thinking comes from not thinking of other perspectives or or by by hyper-focusing on one particular narrative. I the list is my go-to for everything. I have lists for different things in my phone that I whip out when I'm feeling a certain way and it can help me get out of that like anxiety spiral. Um, I can share some towards the end. Um, And then do you have proof? This one has you challenging your black and white thoughts directly by allowing you to ask yourself, do I have proof that this circumstance is black and white. Was it, was it our episode episode with um, Mike Birbiglia where he talked about that's what he asked, right? Like he asked like, is this true? 
Yes. Um, what if it's not right? Like he asks himself if it's true or if it's oh. not, if it's not true, what if it's not true? Like, um, those are such great questions to ask. Um, you, can you also- and I are on the exact same wavelength of that because <laughs> I was just about to, like when I was skimming through our, our episode doc earlier, I was like, yeah. Oh, we should bring up Mike Birbiglia on that point because that has stuck with me so much of asking yourself, what if the opposite was true? Right. That question alone blew my mind. And I use that so often now where if I get into that place of like, oh God, maybe this person thinks this or that. It's like, what if they thought the opposite? Like, what if everything is totally fine and you're completely like assuming the wrong thing? Exactly. Very helpful. What if it's just in your head? (laughs) Yes. Um, Yes. So getting clarification, you know, when your black and white thinking distortions cloud your judgment, one really easy way to get back to reality is just to ask if it's true. You know, what would you say to a friend when our black and white thinking involves ourselves? Often we are the least kind and forgiving toward ourselves. So ask yourself, what would you do if someone you love is thinking the same things? What What would you tell them? Yes. I try to do this all the time, mostly with my business. I have to ask myself, what if I was looking at somebody else's business? Um, Mm, what would my, what would my recommendation be? How could I basically kind of coach myself into this thing or out of this thing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, the, what would you do if it was a friend coming to you is such a good exercise. And I forget to do that one. And that one is applicable in a billion different areas in life. Put it on your phone list. (laughs) <laughs> yes. I, like when, when you're like, okay, I'm in an anxiety spiral about something <laughs> or I'm caught in my black and white thinking, make that list of things that actually work for you. Okay. What would you tell a yes. friend? What would you do this? It's so helpful because you're not thinking like that when you are wrapped up in that, that headspace. Yeah. You need things to kind of bring you back. Yes. Um, another thing you can do is shift black and white words to gray words. So some black and white words, like we mentioned earlier, are always, never, impossible, ruined, failure, perfect, disaster. And mm-hmm. you can shift those to gray words like, sometimes I'm noticing that, dot, 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 or I'm willing to, or I don't like this circumstance. I prefer something different. I'm flexible enough to. So that's a great one to do is to start swapping those out. And yeah. if, you're trying, if you're trying these things and you're struggling on your own, remember, Therapy is hugely helpful. If you have that as a resource, we cannot recommend it enough. That yeah. that is probably the top of my list. <laughs> like I'm struggling with something. I feel so grateful to have a therapist who I talk to every week because that is the most helpful for me is talk therapy is like talking it out with somebody and coming to a resolution. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, sometimes I have found where I've, I've, you know, done these thought exercises where, yeah, what if the opposite were true or what if this wasn't true or what if, what if, um, it isn't exactly how I'm thinking or feeling it to be. Um, Mm -hmm. and sometimes I come to the conclusion, like, you know what, it doesn't even matter what any of those answers are because this is not the right situation for me to be in, or this is not the right fit. And the answers to those actually don't end up mattering in certain situations too. So it's like really being able to discern like, um, you know, what answers actually can inspire the the final outcome or result, I think is also important part of this too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So hope, hopefully that was helpful for you guys. Yeah. Uh, definitely helped me. Fuck. <laughs> Sometimes I... <laughs> I know we, we I know we do this podcast to help others, but it really I'm, I'm always happy when it 
It's always such good reminders. Helpful to us. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was actually just talking about, you know, when when you think about the gray area, I was just talking about um, college or not going to college with a friend of mine the other day. And she often feels like bad or unworthy because she didn't go to college and like get a degree. Um, oh, interesting. Sometimes she feels nervous for like, you know, asking for a raise or whatever, because she doesn't have that thing. And then I shared my perspective too. And I'm like, you know, it's interesting because I went to college and I was in over a hundred thousand dollars of debt and still lost after going to school. And so yeah. you can look at that gray area of like, you might feel this way because you didn't go to go to college and get that degree. Um, but on the other hand, you were working right away. You were working towards your career right away. You were making money. You were trying to, you were figuring your career out where, you know, somebody um, maybe who did go to college, they're leaving still unclear with a shit ton of debt and they have to start in the same place that you started. And so it's like, there's pros and cons to every path. There's no one right path, no one way to do it. And that gray area is, um, I don't know. It's, it's just what you make of it, right? Like the yeah. gray, do you want to turn the gray into hot pink? You fucking do that. <laughs> whatever, whatever you got to do. That's cute. That's a cute bumper sticker. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yes. So we have, um, we have a, another segment that we want to talk about. This is called helpster recommendations, which we really appreciate yes. you guys sending in. Um, this is from Helpster Tori. She says, uh, I was diagnosed with ADHD on top of MDD and anxiety last year, and there are two things that really helped me. Number one, I bought a large dry erase board and colorful markers to put on my bedroom wall. Mm. I call it my happy board. Love <laughs> it. Love it. Uh, I, created, I created a list of everything that makes me happy without fail. Uh, music, take a deep breath, call mom, pet a cat, etc., cetera, uh, and wrote it on the board. And also when my therapist gives me words of wisdom, I write those on there. Just anything that brings me joy and hope for when I'm struggling goes up there. Love that. Yes. Um, and then number two, uh, bearable. It's an app that's advertised as a symptom and mood tracker, but it's so much more than that. You can also track your energy levels, sleep, gratitude, self-improvement, food, meds, migraines, you name it. You can even log, uh, when a significant event happens to you and it all compares, I'm sorry. And it compares all your factors and provides insights. It's $4.99 a month. Um, oh my gosh, which by the way, they're not, uh, not sponsored. But right. this is this is from Helpster Tori. Um, Tori, thank you so much. This awesome. is really awesome helpful. Recommendations. And yeah, lo- I I also just got a dry erase board on my bedroom wall um, a couple months ago, and I've been trying to figure out like what I want to do with it, basically. And happy I think uh, you just it's made it my happy board. board. I want to do I that. I love that. This is exactly what I have in my phone. This is my hell yes list in my phone. And it's all the stuff that makes me, um, brings me joy or easy self-care, like accessible self-care that I can do in that moment, because it's very hard to think about those things when you're not feeling your best. Yeah. Um, I fucking love that. That's great. Yay. Thanks, Tori. Thank you, Tori. Um, Awesome. We also have personalized uh, shout out segment from Patreon as well. Helpster Stephanie and her husband just bought their first home. Congratulations. Congratulations, Stephanie and husband. That's so exciting. That's so exciting. Um, Hope you have so many wonderful memories and all the decorations and all that is going really well. Um, You can send personalized shout outs to your loved ones um, through Patreon as well. um, And also suggest great recommendations that get on the show the way Tori did. 
Yeah, patreon.com slash selfhelpless. Yeah. We also have an iTunes review of the episode. This is from at this is from MLE000, and it's titled Amazing. I love how real all the hosts are. Definitely one of my favorites. Great job, ladies. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thank if you, you want to leave a review, feel free to do it. Could be short, could be long, could be cookies, cookie emojis. Uh, <laughs> cookie whatever. emojis. <laughs> you want real cookies? You want to send real cookies? We have a PO box. Um, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Um, couple segments. Uh, I have a, a treat yourself. I bought myself a Theragun massage what gun. It's like one of those intense, you know, when you see the ones that almost look like a drill, but it's a massage gun. A vibrator? It, like, I would, yeah, well, that's what I was going to say is like, I would be worried for you to have it because I think you would try to use it as a vibrator and it would absolutely blast your clit into outer space. Like you what cannot, it? do not put it down there. Okay. It is, I used it on my neck yeah. For the first time a couple days ago. And it is so, it was on the lowest setting. It is so strong that it's scary. It, like, it's scary. It's scary to even hold on to it because your your hand is shaking. Yeah. Um, Interesting. But I um, uh, was talking with Dan Cummins, uh, who's an amazing comedian. And he has been touring for many, many years. And I was, like, asking him if he had tips on making travel easier. And he was, like, mm. invest in a mini Theragun uh, massager and you know they are an investment they're they're a little pricey but I am so excited to have this on the road with me now because nice. I sitting on a plane for like six seven hours absolutely fucks up my neck and then yeah. it just leads to other health issues so I traded myself to that and man if you're if you're struggling with knots in your neck or anywhere. You can use it anywhere on your body. I just would not recommend your genitals. I think you will end up in the emergency room. But uh, any <laughs> other place. <laughs> oh my God. I am telling you, don't do not. I know you. Yeah, don't no, do I, that. I'm, I'm all set with my magic wand. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. But okay, that's good. I mean, that thing is pretty much like, I, I've heard the magic wand is also pretty it's fucking intense. It's basically a jackhammer. I mean, it's perfect. <laughs> it's exactly what I need. I get the thing is like, you oh. are, you're too strong might be my just right. That might be my, my I'm telling you, setting. <laughs> no, I mean, this is not, it, 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 no, <laughs> let me save your genitals from being ruined forever. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. it is not for that. I promise you. I promise okay, cool. you. Well, that's good. That's a good. That's, that's my treat. Good, and it, and it can and it's small. It's like small. You can slip it in your suitcase. The mini one, yes. Oh, I mean, cool. you could pack. I think the bigger one as well. But the mini one is like I. It's like this big. I can put it in my backpack. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. I love that. That's fantastic. Um, Thank I don't, you. I can't think of any treat myself lately, but I do have a. I guess a good shit. Cam and I started a very nerdy tradition on New Year's where um, I think I've talked about this before, but we made it official this year. Um, every yeah. year on new year's, we are going to set a timer for 20 minutes and we have to write, uh, we both have to write like a, a rap. It's like what we're, what we're calling like a recap rap of the year. So we have to write like a recap rap of our year together and just, you only have 20 minutes. So it's fucking terrible. It's so bad. Yeah. Um, but we write them and then we have to wrap them to each other and we just crack up over a glass of wine. And so that's our new, uh, new year's tradition. Hey, if you want to try it, let me know. Feel free to send me your recap rap. Oh, and, God. Uh, that was our New Year's. Yeah, we watched we watched the entire season of Queer Eye in one sitting. We drank wine. We we did a rap and we ordered food. 
was pretty good. What a beautiful New Year's. Pretty solid. So any other, oh, you know, another thing that we're actually doing now uh, is the date date night jar situation where you get a jar and you throw a bunch of ideas in there. And then, you know, once a week, once a month, whenever you have your time with your partner or something, you pull something out and you have to do it. I mean, some of them are extravagant. So we kind of like, we just got to see what we can fit in, but um, the, the goal is to kind of work your way through the whole jar. And that's been so yes. fun. It's so nice because it's hard to be like, oh, what do you want to do today? Oh, I don't know. What do you... Just pull the fucking thing out of the jar. We've pre-approved these and now we just do what it says. So that's been nice. It's a great idea. Michaela was talking about that on the um, tantric episode. Tantric yes. Episode. Yes. And my therapist mentioned this like a couple years ago and I was just like, yeah, I'll do it at some point. I'll just keep things on my phone. But when things are on my phone, sometimes they're hidden. And so we have a jar on the mantle now where it's like, hey, you got to use me. Right there. Yeah. Visual reminder. I love you guys. Couple goals, you two. You are really killing it. We're just really, we're just nerdy homebodies. That's really (laughs) nice. I love it. It's fun. All right. Uh, Did we do it? Well, yeah. I hope you guys are having a great week. Head to KelseyCook.com, get some tour date tickets, and um, go listen to Efficionado. Go to Taylor's website, get her tour tickets, please. She's yes. absolutely crushing it out on the theater tour. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Yes. Love ya. Love ya. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Self Helpless Podcast. You can find our Patreon community, merch, and our individual work at selfhelplesspodcast.com. We'd be thrilled if you shared this episode with a friend or feel free to post it on Instagram and tag at selfhelplesspodcast so we can repost you and say thank you. 